This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Triple M's Rush Hour, JB Bill with Bridge Duclos. Peter Dacos still to come, but wrapping up the grand final, Channel 7's chief footy reporter, Mitch Cleary's in the house. Wrapping up the weekend of footy. Let's talk some footy. This is the Rush Hour Recovery Session. Oh, Mitchie Cleary wanders in the top yeah, flight. Eh? This is Seven's number one man. Oh, I know he's the number one man. I've given him a bow. The Does numero uno. Uno. Good afternoon, guys. Thanks for having me on board. Schmick Studios. First time I've been in here. Really? Oh, did Tom Brown, was he the one hogging it? He was. He wouldn't let me in for some time. He's yeah. finally gone. Final cross <laughs> in the rooms at Collingwood on the weekend. <laughs> and we've seen the back of him. And Tom got the good rooms because he's on, he's outgoing. Well, we actually drew at the start of the day. He got Collingwood. I got Brisbane. I thought might have been on halfway through the last yeah. quarter. Yeah. When Charlie kicked that goal, but unfortunately, I was in the rooms. We're just saying, I reckon the rooms weren't as bad as I was thinking because five or six players have kids, and all the five to six, seven year old kids stormed into the room at yeah. the end. They wanted to kick the footy, they didn't care about the yeah. result. So yeah. it took a little bit of edge off the room in yeah. those Brisbane losers, but still a few tears were shed. Mm. Uh, fair enough after what happened. Yeah, but you'd be, I know you're devastated, but as a former president of a club, we never got to a grand final, but if we had, a, the main thing, you're desperate to win, but the main thing you want to do is not have what happened to Sydney last year, yep. mm. where you just embarrass yourself. And Brisbane were far from that. They were impressive, weren't they? And so many players stood up. Joe Danaher played one of his better games yep. on the big stage. Charlie Cameron had mm. some big moments. I think Q McCluggage's second half was huge. Yep. And the impressive thing of this Brisbane side going forward is their list, the core guys, Rayner, McCluggage, yep. Berry, mm. they're in the good age bracket. Yeah, Harris Andrews is only 26, mm. and he's a colossal back there. Yeah, they was. Colin had to almost change their game plan around what Harris Andrews was doing. So they'll get better, I reckon, and that's the one silver lining to come from the Lions. No guarantee they'll be back there, but I reckon mm. that age group and what's coming in, potentially Tom Duday from the Crows as a free agent will get to a few of those. They might lose, De- lose Dev Robertson to the West Coast Eagles, but I think they'll keep the core of those guys. Mitch, can I ask you, one beats two does that say something about the competition that it sort of works out quite well? Mm. You know, how, how, how so long? So 1v2 in the granny. Yes, First yes, time yes. Since 2015, I think. 1v2 yeah. in the granny and 1 beats 2. Yeah. It's sort of like. It's sort yeah, of that's like, how it should be. Yeah. I agree with that. And what has happened with the pre finals buy is it's made 5 to 8 a little bit more competitive. It means that, mm. means that when they win an elimination final, if they win a semi final, they've had the week break. So I think it evens the competition a bit. Yeah. But I think it's perfect for footy when we see 1v2 playoff yeah. in the grand final. And. Uh, they were deserving spots, and I think the grand final spoke for itself. Oh, the right team won, by the way. Yeah, it would. I'd like if Brisbane had managed to kick a goal late and win it. It would have been robbery. I yep. thought Collingwood were the better team. And how about some of their players? Pendlebury, mm. he's seventeen games off four hundred. Mm. Side bottom kicks one from fifty five. Oh, puts it over the fence. Tom Mitchell. There were stages during the year when everyone questioned whether he was in their best twenty two, and he proved exactly why at the mm. end of last year they went after him. And then a guy by the name of Ian Bobby Hill. Oh no. Mm. They gave up a second rounder from last year, a future second rounder, which Collingwood winning the flag means it's pick 36. That'll get pushed back into the 40s by the time compo picks and free agency, you know, priorities come through. So extraordinary set of circumstances. Seven. Yeah. He could have kicked seven. Mm. And has a small yeah, forward in a grand final. 100,000 people. He had the meeting out of the palm of his hand. And don't you love, didn't he watch Cyril highlights all yeah. morning? Yeah. Isn't that gorgeous? What yeah. a great way. Because I was thinking about it in the morning when I was having a swim. I was wondering what all the players <laughs> were doing to yeah. get ready. I, I thought, wonder what all their different, you know, techniques and superstitions or whatever. So I'm out on the ground, Mitch, waiting for the uh, official presentations to finish. And then we've got about uh, normally about 20 minutes, 25 minutes to fill before Haim takes over down in the rooms. So I'm standing there as they're all going around the um, the circle of players, 
And uh, Nathan Murphy, I know. We had him on last week. Yep. His dad and my older brother are great mates, so I've known Nathan since he's a kid. So gave him a big hug. Anyway, and I said, good on you, mate. Couldn't be happier for you. I then turned to go back on the stage, and I got bear hugged myself. By, I turn around, it's Jack Ginnivan, <laughs> who I've never met. <laughs> never met him. Really? Yeah, we've had him on the show, did, but did, I did officially think, have um, never met him. Did he think you're a horse trainer? <laughs> but that, it, it just was so cool to watch these yeah. young men. What do you think about the pre-races the night before? So <laughs> I, I was at the Mooney Valley races. Did you see him? I didn't see him with my own eyes, but he was in the box with Cam Munster and Christian Welsh from <laughs> Storm. the Storm Boys. They were enjoying themselves, given they were out of the yep. finals. I reckon half a dozen people in the space of an hour came up to me and said, have you seen Jack Ginnivan? I said, surely not. But, but the, Mitch, the more I asked about me, it. Mitch, as, for, as you know, the new number one reporter in town, should have you been to the That is a good question. <laughs> I did drive home. But Jack Ginnivan was on the waters. But I personally don't have an issue with it. I was interested to hear Craig McRae suggest that mm. if he had his time again, maybe Jack Ginnivan wouldn't have done that. But it just goes to show where this kid's mindset's at. Well, two of the three Brisbane Lions wins in the early 2000s, the Scott boys were playing golf at the National. Mm. They weren't at the parade. Yeah. Mm. They drove all the way down to the National mm. and played golf all afternoon. So I'm a bit whatever works. Yeah, exactly right. If you're comfortable and it'll, yeah. you know, you're going to get to the line the next day happy and ready, then, yeah, I'm a bit, as long as you're not out at a nightclub, mm. which I don't think anyone is. Speaking mm. of the Scott boys, they weren't at the Brisbane reunion yesterday, but Craig McRae was. So how about his 48 <laughs> hours? Mm. Welcomes a baby girl, Maggie, 7am on the mm. day of the game, wins the premiership, goes to the Collingwood family day, and then still has time to go visit his 03 premiership mates He's with Lepper from yeah. the club. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Well, the Scott boys weren't there, I guess, because they didn't play in that game, did they? That's I a think good they point. both missed 03. Brad had a broken leg and Chris was going to fit, yeah, come in for Lappin. And yep. then Lappin passed that test and played. So yep. and I guess good chance they were down the national playing golf. Probably playing golf for the national. <laughs> exactly right. Now, what else are we uh, taking before? I know next time we uh, next uh, bit we do with you is going to be about player movement. What else out of the grand final? Anything else from a story point of view? First bounce. I think it'll be a talking point over the summer as to whether they keep mm. the bounce. A lot of umpires are against it because they feel it puts a lot of pressure on them. Mm. Razor Ray's had his difficulties with it, and it's a big part of why he has been overlooked for some games previously with his ability with his shoulder to be yep. able to bounce the ball. Does it stay full time? Is it just for the first part of the game? That'll be... Well, it's the second year point. in a row that I reckon the the bounce has been recalled yep. to start a grand final, which is disappointing. I don't know why Matt Stevick didn't bounce it, by yeah. the way. He's a fantastic bouncer. I would have just given it to him. Yeah. And then in terms of the Lions, as we mentioned, I think their list will only get better. Tom Duday from the Crows is a strong chance to go there. He'd been weighing up sort of Collingwood-Brisbane. I think that the Lions are in the... In the box seat, Dev Robertson's got a big offer from West Coast as to what happens out of him. And the Pies will – I'm sure we'll Goldie. talk about – Goldie's a, an option because uh, Darcy Cameron and, and Mason Cox have, have carried the load this year. Yep. Understand there's a bit of interest from Collingham's end in Todd Goldstein. It feels a bit Isn't like – Goldie Mitchell... about 100? No, 35. That's yeah. 100. But he's, he's actually been <laughs> I mean, incredibly – That's old, though, that's old for a footballer. Yeah, but would, would you do he's that? He's incredibly durable, Goldie. Yeah. He, he, he plays all the minutes, very rarely misses. I think he would be brilliant, actually. Essendon have a look at him as well as Kilda to back up Rowan Marshall. Mm-hmm. Sam Draper's groin is a big watch whether at Essendon, whether he continues on through January, February with some surgery. So Goldie's got a few options. Collingwood is one of them. Yeah. I would love to see him play for Collingwood because I think if he goes there, he will be their number one ruckman. He won't be at Essendon if Draper's fit. Yeah. He, well, he will be a backup. What about Brody Grundy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, he's going to Sydney. That's a shame. They could have just got him back and solved their problem. He's heading to Sydney. All right, it's more simple. with Mitch Cleary, some player movement next. Triple M's rush hour. 
Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. We uh, had a couple of frothies one night when we had the road trip, Jim. Yeah, down there, Warrnambool Way. Celebrating at a pub in Warrnambool, having a good old night. And all you soft people, people <laughs> went home. Channel 7 Chief Footy Reporter Mitch Cleary has stuck around. All right, very interesting time of year, this top flight for footy fans, because mm. players start moving everywhere. Yep, I get yep. And they want to actually improve their <laughs> yep, list, yep, like yep, you yep. at your Saints. Yep. I know. I, I want to ask Mitch a question about my Saints. Well, you go on there. You oh, now. Well okay. the I was just going to ask Mitch first, could he do draft for dummies? Because I've I've been working in footy. Working. Sorry. I've been, on, I've been talking to people who talk footy for a long time, and I find the draft still a little bit confusing. So it's getting, and it's getting me. more confusing. Oh, Mitch, I don't know how you get your head around it, but I so, do want to ask you about my boy I care about, which is Jade Gresham. He's, He's a, a free agent. Yeah, geez, you're all over that. Thank you very much. Uh, Ramsey years. just handed me that note. <laughs> Minimum eight years at St Kilda, which qualifies him for free agency. So he's a restricted free agent, which means the Saints have the right to match the bid. But I think he will move on. There's a few clubs that have shown interest in him. Essendon is at the top of that list. Mm. They've got salary cap room, the Bombers. So what we're expecting with this scenario is the Bombers will come with an offer. The Saints will get compensated with probably a second round pick and they'll let Jay Gresham walk. Whereas mm. this time last year, you remember the Jeremy Cameron one at the uh, two years ago at the Giants where... The Cats came with an offer, but the Giants thought, well, our compo pick isn't going to be good enough. We'll match the bid and force a trade. So mm. a little bit com- confusing, but I expect Jay Gresham to leave. Essendon is the front runner. Carlton showed a bit of interest. I think that might have waned a little bit. Hawthorne's been around the mark, but I expect Jay Gresham to be on the move. So Ben Mackay, while we're talking Essendon? Yeah, so he's nominated there. It's a five or six-year deal to go to the Bombers. There had been some question marks around his medical and a knee injury, but he's requested to go to the Bombers. Now, this is the most fascinating free agent of all because if the deal is big enough at the Bombers, it'll mean North Melbourne get a first-round pick, which is after their first pick, which is pick two currently, which becomes pick three. So North could get pick two in the draft and then pick three through Ben Mackay if we think the deal is over $750,000 a season for five or six years. So I think it will be – I think they'll find a way where the, the deal will be front-ended enough that the money up front where he'll be able to – guarantee a first-round pick. Can it means I, that the Bombers won't have to give up a draft pick for him. Can I ask a twin question? If you're a twin, are you equally as talented? <laughs> I don't know if Mitch will have the answer to that. Well, I'm just interested, to to aren't you? <laughs> no, is the answer. He's a twin. No, the answer the is no, you're not equally talented. All right, uh, which one's Often better? Often one's better than the other. Right. What if uh, they're, they're both very good players, actually, but they're completely other ends of the ground. They're so. a special type of twin, aren't they, where one's a left footer, one's a right footer. Yeah. They're, uh, their brains are completely opposite. Oh, so they're, oh, interesting. So and, they're, and Brad Scott would, if he was in this yeah. conversation, would say that Chris was a better player than him. Oh. Yeah, even though Brad was still a very good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Chris was always regarded as the better yeah. of the two. It was an important mm. question because one day triplets will turn up. <laughs> All playing. <laughs> you Paddy Dow? I think he's going to head to St Kilda. There's a bit of interest from Sydney as well, but the Saints have been into him for a long time. Soss was obviously with him at the Blues. Yep. Now Soss is leading the list at the Saints. So they need a bit of extra midfield depth. They were shown up a bit this year, the Saints. Paddy Dow's looking for opportunity. I think he'll get that at Moorabbin. James Harms, Premier player at Melbourne. Yeah, he's an interesting one. He's on a five-year deal four years ago. So he's got one year left on his deal at the Demons. He's been forced out of that midfield with all the, the stars they've got in there. There's a few clubs that have got interest in him. Richmond is one of those. Now, Adam Uze was with him at Melbourne. Now he's the coach of Richmond. Could be a link there for James Harms, but I do expect him to be on the move. Um, James Jordan's a premiership teammate of his. He's going to Sydney. He's requested a trade as a free agent, given he was delisted a few years ago. It qualifies him for free agency. Adam Tomlinson had been looking around, but he's been told, we need you to stay at Melbourne at this Asava stage. Radigalia, Geelong. 
Tried to get a port last year when he was under contract. Now he's out of contract at the Cats. He wants to go to the power on a five-year deal. Now, not many players move on five-year deals for anything less than a, than a top 20 pick. The power are going to try and get him for something between 20 and 30. This could be the one that goes the distance this trade period between the Cats and the power. A bit of haggling to be done with a Sabarata Galea. But they've identified that's the one hole they need. They were really poor down back late in the year. They lost a few players through injury to power, and they need a big body like a a radically to play on the big boys. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I'm trying to think of the right word to use here, uh, Masai Warrior. There's a lot of bullshlarking spoken <laughs> Correct. out of clubs at this time of year, a lot of posturing. Uh, and I suspect that's what's happening with this uh, Savo Radigalia situation. But you, I look at the, the noise coming out of the cats and I think, hang on a minute, you're happy to raid everyone else's list and take whoever you want from any other club. Yep. But as soon as someone tries to take one of yours, you crack them. And often the Cats do it when the players are contracted at the other yeah, team. exactly. Now a sub Good on them, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're, every club's in it for what they can get. But you can't complain when someone else comes yeah. looking at your blokes. And Chris Scott thinks, you know, he's held this guy in such high regard for some time. But he did play. He did drop him at an important stage in the back half of the year, Radigalia. So I expect him to get to Port. Brandon Zerk Thatcher is another one at Essendon yes. who, lucky they're getting Ben Mackay, the Bombers, because they'll be thin down there if, if that one doesn't go the through. Twin. Yep, the twin. Yes, so twin. Zerk Thatcher, a South Australian boy, he'll get back to play for the power. Uh, and it leaves the Cats maybe now looking for, a, for another key back. So we, we have the Mackay boys come in here, do a podcast. Yeah, I knew they did a podcast. Within the building. And twins. so they came in here mm. and Bill sat there and we explained which one was Harry and which one was Ben. <laughs> and he still couldn't work it out. <laughs> No, well, he thought they were the one person. Yeah. Well, yeah. For a long time, he thought they were the one person. Well, and then when they came in, he that, couldn't I interviewed work. the travelling Wilburys and said, gee, you look alike. <laughs> no idea. Anyway. Well, Bob Dylan. No, no, those two ones that sing, and I will look 500 Oh, miles. that's not the travelling oh, Wilburys. Oh, what's their name? Oh, the super group. That's the uh, proclaimers. proclaimers. Them. I said the same <laughs> to them. Now, Mitch, I want to ask you important questions because yep. I just looked at your phone, um, not looked at it illegally, but yes. I just saw it, and there were about 5,000 texts, emails, messages how the hell do you keep ahead of all this stuff? Yeah, it's a busy time for the f- March to October now. It is. You just said, do I get a break? Well, the next three weeks is probably the busiest part of the year with the trades and yeah. the amount of interest in it is off the charts at this time of the year. Who's going where? I guess who's the next Tom Mitchell or Bobby Hill is? Who are the next mm, players yeah. who a team can go and get and help them win the premiership? So I'll get a bit of time off after October, but there's uh, a lot of time on the phone. The screen time, you don't want to look at that, Bridge. <laughs> How do you, what's your self-care routine? <laughs> I walk the dog twice a day. Nice. It's important, Top Light. Self-care. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that Mitch will burn out. And he's only just started. He's only, he's only just taken the mantle no, as the number one big, man. It's a big thing. And I'm just thinking, I hope he's got a self-care routine, which it appears he has. I do. Works his dog. Works him. Walks mm. him too. <laughs> Good luck, mate. It yeah. is a massive time of the year. We look forward to having you over the next two or three weeks to tell us all about what is going on in this trade period. Thanks for having me, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mitch. Channel 7 Chief Footy Reporter Mitch Cleary. That was the Rush Hour Recovery Session. And, of course, free agency opens up on Friday, then the trade opens up on Monday and finishes Wednesday, October 15. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?